In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. What do you do when your own mom tells you they're done with you for the third time in two years? We'll get into that in a bit, but first, I, 28-year-old male, went to my girlfriend's, 26-year-old female, parents for Thanksgiving and it went horribly. We've been dating for over a year and I've met her parents a few times, but just things like dinners. They live four hours from us and this was going to be the first holiday we spent together, her parents, her younger brother, and younger sister. We drove down Thanksgiving morning and were going to spend the night there, then a few days at a resort. Her parents are blue-collar and church-going. I teach high school math. A bit of a cultural difference. My girlfriend made me promise not to get into a discussion with her dad on politics or religion. I was fine with that. I'm not going to change his mind. Her dad never hid the fact that he didn't respect me. He kept making comments about teachers indoctrinating students, common core, and other nonsense. No reason to get into a fight, I'm sure that's what he wants. I mostly ignored him, but he never let up. He was a total butt. Everyone was uncomfortable, and her family avoids confrontation with the dad. My girlfriend and her mom tried to change the subject, but they never stood up to him. I was done with his crap and told my girlfriend she could say something, or I would be more than happy to. She begged me not to make a scene, so I didn't. I went upstairs, packed up, thanked everyone, and left. I told my girlfriend she should stay and get her parents or brother to drive her home. We don't live together. I went on to the resort and enjoyed my weekend. My girlfriend's been trying to apologize, but when I asked what she said to her dad when I left and what he said, she still never confronted him. He never took responsibility. Sounded like he continued to insult me after I left. I've never seen her so avoidant. She's only like that around her dad. Her only solution seems to hope that he'll eventually lighten up. I think it's pretty fair for OP to leave when they're getting treated like that and nobody is advocating for them. It's like, really, what's the point? And honestly, like, it's disappointing that they can't stand up to their own parents, but maybe that's just a lifelong thing. Honestly, it's fine if they can't, but they have to understand and be supportive that you don't want to be around that or be subjected to that. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys enjoy tricky relationship topics, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is, my boyfriend made me go back to having an eating disorder. I, 23-year-old female, have been with my boyfriend, 26-year-old male, for almost three years. The relationship is great and we have very strong communication between each other. I've struggled with eating and body image issues most of my life due to starting ballet from a young age, and me having a naturally heavier figure, big bones. By the time I turned 14, I developed an ED, however, was able to recover by the time I turned 19. A few months ago, he started pointing out that I've gained weight since we started dating, and that I weigh more than him now, which shouldn't be the case since the woman is meant to weigh less than the man, which in turn led him to start calling me fat. I've told him in the beginning that I suffered with an ED, and being called fat is one of the worst things I can be told, which I have a feeling he might have forgotten at this point the fat part. However, when I mentioned this in the past, he said it's good that I recovered since he wouldn't want to be with someone struggling with an ED. 
Anyway, I mentioned it a few times that I don't like being called fat and he brushes it off by saying that it's a joke. Him constantly saying it started making me feel extremely self-conscious and led me to cut down on more and more food. I've ended up losing 5 kilograms in 2 weeks, which is praised a lot. So now I'm constantly eating less and less to lose more weight so he praises me more and so that I start weighing less than me. The realization then hit me that I ended up redeveloping an ED. I need advice on how to bring it up with him and have a serious convo, but I'm scared that doing so might make him leave me because of the comment he made in the past. I also don't know the best way to word it without making it feel like I'm attacking him, since I don't think he realized what he's doing. So I think most people are going to read this and kind of agree that this guy sounds particularly awful. This guy is cold, judgmental, uncaring. If you bring up that their words are hurtful and causing you to develop a very serious issue and they find that grounds to break up, I think that's a good thing for you. I almost worry that OP's a little too reliant on somebody that is not looking out for the best for OP. Our next story is, my 18-year-old female parents didn't let me go on a trip for choir last year and now they're flying with my brother, 15-year-old male, to California to see us painting in a gallery. Last year, my high school choir was invited to participate in a music conference slash competition in New York City. I'm in Ohio. The cost per student was roughly $1,500, but I had that much saved up. All I needed was my parents' signature because I was only 17 at the time. They refused to let me go because I would have to miss a week of school. Even though I had all A's and B's and I showed them my online school calendar which showed that I wouldn't be missing any tests. I was sad but also really frustrated because I would be turning 18 literally a month after getting back from the trip. And the only reason I couldn't go was because my parents refused to sign some dang paper. But I moved on, or so I like to think anyway. My brother is a painter and he submitted a painting to some youth artist competition and his piece got chosen to be shown in a gallery in California. My parents were over the moon when they found out and immediately made plans to fly them and my brother out to see it in the gallery, and from what I've heard, do some tourist stuff in the city they're visiting. My brother is missing three days of school for this. I'm trying not to be jealous of my kid brother, but I've had this ache in the pit of my stomach ever since I found out. I'm so freaking frustrated and I don't know what to do, think, or even feel at this point. I'm happy for my brother, really, but I can't stop thinking that it should have been me. I love choir more than life itself, so that's probably clouding my judgment too. My brain keeps coming up with different reasons why my parents might be doing this, but I always end up thinking that in some way or another, my parents love my brother more than me. I know it's not true, but I can't get it out of my head, so I figured I'd ask some strangers for advice. I want to stop resenting my parents and my brother for this, but I don't know how. Honestly, I think just about anybody in OP's position would feel like this is classic textbook favoritism, and I think it is. It's pretty not cool that because they're kind of turning it into this touristy moment that I'm guessing they're getting value from, all of a sudden it's okay to go right against everything that they had stuck up against when it came to OP's hobbies. You can try calling him out on it, but it really sounds like it's going to be a them versus you kind of thing and they're not going to see it equally. Maybe they don't value OP being in choir as much as they do their other kid with their art. Honestly, if it were me, it's the kind of thing that I think I would have a lasting grudge about for quite a while. Our next story is boyfriend, 31-year-old male, 
crossed boundaries I've, 25-year-old female, set. And I think this might be the end. We've been together for two years and living together for one. Long story short, my boyfriend and I have had a rocky few months after I found out he was flirting with a co-worker that lives in another city. He wasn't the one initiating, he told her about me, but he also didn't stop until I found out. He told me he kept it going because... You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Storytime is sponsored by BetterHelp. Nearly everyone at some point in their life will struggle with their mental health, whether that's something stressful at work, in a personal relationship, or something else. I know that I really struggled with anxiety in my early 20s, and therapy was a massive help for me. That's why I'm a massive fan of therapy, and today's sponsor, BetterHelp. If there is anything in your life, big or small, that is negatively affecting you, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. It's an online therapy service that, after finishing a small questionnaire, will match you with a licensed therapist, where you can book appointments that match up with your schedule at any place or any time. And if you feel like you're not bonding with your therapist, you can switch at any point for free. Also, therapy isn't just if you're struggling with mental health. If you're looking for guidance or ways to improve your social skills, life, or relationships, it's a great judgment-free way of doing that. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com StorytimePod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash StorytimePod. It felt good, and it was nice to talk to her. Since then, our relationship hasn't been the same, but things were going back to normal, slowly. We went on a two-week vacation, and it was great. Before we left, we decided that we would put all the issues aside, enjoy the vacation, and talk once we got back. We got back, and I tried twice to talk to him about things considering that he has to go on a work trip every January to the city this girl lives. I told him that this trip was making me anxious and he apologized. A day later, he tells me that his friends were planning on staying longer in that city to go out and do things there and that he might stay too. They've done that before, and it's normal. I never made a huge deal about it. I even went with him once, but him wanting to stay this time made me lose it. I was literally trying to have a conversation and ask him not to stay long this time because of everything that happened with the girl and that makes me feel uncomfortable. He has to go on this trip three times a year so he could have just stayed longer next time when things were better between us. He said he just wanted to hang out with his friends and they were all staying. After this conversation, I thought he understood the impact that staying would have in the relationship but I guess not because fast forward to past weekend and I asked him if he'll have time to make a decision, and guess what? He did already. He got the tickets to stay longer and didn't even tell me. He said he got pressured by his co-workers to just do it, and it felt nice to be included, so he did it. 
He said he thought I might be mad about it, but we could talk about things and worst case scenario, it would be easier to change the flight to an earlier date if it was necessary. So I broke up with him because I felt so disrespected. Not only did he ignore my opinion, but also did it without even telling me. He said he was waiting for the right time to tell me and I don't even know what that means. It really sucks because I know that if he had talked to me about before he booked, I would have understood his reasons for wanting to stay. I do understand them all, but the disrespect of doing it behind my back sets me off. I've started to look for places to move out since then, and after me explaining my point a thousand times, he agreed to look into cancelling the extra days. I applied for an apartment yesterday, and I'm supposed to receive the answer today. I pretty much told him that if he doesn't have it figured out by the end of the day, that I'm gone. I don't want to be gone, but I feel that if I let things go again, he'll never respect my opinion and will do whatever thinking I'll always forget and forgive. I hate the whole ultimatum thing, but I don't know what else to do. Am I asking too much or is that reasonable? I really can't tell. I don't think OP was being too unreasonable here. Honestly, I think sometimes it's not really an ultimatum, it's more a firm boundary. It might be easy to kind of imagine it as an ultimatum, but essentially what OP said here is, I am not comfortable in this relationship for you to go to that place where that girl you were flirting with is for an extended period of time. And then he went and booked it without even telling you, that's clearly violating that boundary. I just agree wholeheartedly with OP when they say, you've got to put your foot down here or else they would never respect you or your opinion or your feelings going forward. You let them get away with that and they're going to feel like they have so much slack on that rope that they're going to be able to do whatever they want and then just fan the flames after it's all said and done. This next story is, my girlfriend, 35-year-old female, wants me, 37-year-old male, to pick her up from her house to come stay at my house, rather than her simply driving over and I don't agree that I should have to when she can simply drive herself. What's the best approach to work on this? To be clear, we are both working adults with no disabilities. I live alone mostly, sometimes my kids are over, and she lives with her parents. So we cannot stay at her house other than when they're on vacation. We live about 35 minutes drive away from each other. I drive to her all the time. For example, if we're going to do something in her area, when we're together, I pretty much always am the driver. We've been a couple for almost 10 months. But for example, on a weekend where we're simply staying the whole time at my place, she's requested that I drive to her, pick her up, and bring her back to my place, then drop her back off on Sunday. Her reasoning is that she doesn't like to drive and that none of her past boyfriends have asked her to drive to their place. I told her that it doesn't make sense because I would have to drive double the miles of her and it would make more time overall spent on the road. I also said I drive her around everywhere when she's with me. We travel frequently. This has created huge fights over the weeks and is a constant point of friction. She will oblige to driving but not until after a huge fight or if I agree to pick her up one weekend. I am at wit's end as to how to move forward. To me, it feels very silly to fight over something like this because it is cut and dry, but to her, it is serious business that she should never have to drive if it involves seeing me. Of course, she drives for work and other things. What's my best approach to solve this? I just think it's more than reasonable if they're going to see you that they should be able to drive if it makes sense, especially if they're coming to see you and staying in your place. It sounds kind of drastic, but maybe you should just go the whole, listen, if you don't want to come see me and that's why you don't want to drive over, I get it. 
but it's just not realistic or fair to expect somebody to drive all the way there just to drive all the way back. If she really wanted to be with OP, there would be no problem with her doing the ostensibly right thing and driving herself. If you want to come over, come over. If that's too much work for you, is it time to maybe start reconsidering things? This next story is, my boyfriend has suddenly become rude to me, what do I do? He, 21, has suddenly become rude to me, 21. He abuses me nowadays, calls me a female dog, hits me a little, I think it's in a joking manner though, pokes at my acne scars and tells me to remove them, etc. He's called me and is asking for forgiveness, but I've ignored him for now. I feel I don't deserve such treatment, maybe I'm overreacting. Other info, he has never said I love you to me or any sort of affirmative words. For example, babe, cutie, etc. Maybe I'm asking for too much. He hasn't admitted to being my boyfriend at all, but he sends me relationship TikToks. He doesn't mind being seen with me in public. He is very shy in front of his friends when I'm nearby. Can someone help and analyze this situation? What do I do? I really like him. Is he just playing with me or what? He barely talks to any other women. Also, I feel like he doesn't want to lose me, since I'm his first girlfriend and he's not good with talking to women. We don't have a sexual relationship. I guess it really depends how much OP genuinely likes this person, because trying to look past him calling OP horrible things, putting their hands on OP, making light of things or putting down OP specifically. What are the redeeming things that OP does like about him, and honestly, how long is this relationship even? Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com been going on you want to start talking about he's never said i love you to me i mean how long has this even been going i mean you can try communication and see if there's any kind of collaboration or work here honestly seeing how they're feeling around other people and in public do they even have the capability to communicate and collaborate and honestly i think i'm already way too on the try to work it outside i don't think op deserves to be treated like that at all Our next story is, boyfriend, 25-year-old male, is abnormally attached to his sister? I have a scenario for y'all. I'm not sure if I'm overreacting or being controlling, or if this is a legit concern. My boyfriend and I have been together a couple of years. We have a baby, and he's on the phone with his sister, who lives in a different state, at least six hours per day. This is multi-hour phone calls multiple times per day. He will even answer her calls or call her while we're on dates, at the grocery store, at the doctor's office, etc., and then talk for hours about nothing particularly emergent, just their opinions about different things, stuff that happened that day, etc. He consults with her about everything and makes decisions based on her opinions, including decisions that affect me and our child, but he won't consult with me, just her. If we're watching a movie at home and I pause it to go to the bathroom, I'm back within one minute and he's already on the phone with her, and our movie night is effectively over because he won't get off the phone for at least a few hours. 
I've tried to set boundaries regarding this because I feel like a third wheel. We can't have a single day without our activities being interrupted by their calls. And he won't just let it go to voicemail and call back later or text her and let her know we're busy. I even tell him not to answer while we're busy and he'll start hyperventilating, panicking and saying it could be an emergency. He needs to answer. My response to that is she lives hundreds of miles away with a husband and kids of her own. If there is some sort of emergency, I'm sure she'll call someone else closer to her distance-wise. Whenever I tell him this is abnormal, he just gets extremely defensive and says it's not as much as I'm saying it is. I'm controlling his relationship with his sister, etc. Even his other family members say it's excessive. He has siblings who live here who have brought up to me that they think his relationship with the other sister is weird and concerning and telling me that when he hangs out with them, he's on the phone with her multiple hours, multiple times a day. They even timed it at 10 hours total in one day once. He's only met this sister in person a total of maybe five times as they're only half siblings and just got connected about 10 years ago. He doesn't talk to any of the rest of his family this much, only her. I guess my question is, how do I even go about discussing this with him without it turning into a huge fight? Is this an abnormal sibling dynamic? Am I being controlling by telling him to actually be involved with his family that he lives with? Not on the phone all day? To me, this is so strange because I'm close with my family. We exchange texts every day and I see them a few times a week, but I don't really feel the need to have hours and hours of phone calls with them every single day. Everybody has their own life going on and he has a life as well, but he just doesn't live it because he's on the phone all day every day. I mean, I think it's normal enough if whenever they do contact, they have, you know, an hour long or even maybe a couple hour long phone call. I think definitely the abnormal thing is how frequent it is and how attached they are. And by how attached they are, I mean that when there's a beat of free time, they just immediately go to contact each other. I think frankly, if I were an OP's position, this would be driving me crazy. And I'd be willing to say this is probably to an unhealthy degree, like there's some real probable dependence going on here. I mean, it's at the point where OP probably feels like they're in a thruple. He might as well save her contact as sister-girlfriend. How does he even have time to be in OP and their kid's life? Our next story is, my partner, 26-year-old male, told me, 24-year-old female, I refuse to let your emotions affect me anymore. What do I do? I think my boyfriend and I have a pretty healthy relationship. By healthy, I mean we're able to talk through most things without letting it build to frustration and come to a solution slash compromise. My partner does his best to be present, open, and receptive when I do take a moment to voice feelings. Or when I notice there's a point of tension. He isn't as emotional as me. In fact, he's pretty neutral and more on the positive swing. Talking things out is how I've learned to cope with a lot of my emotions and because I have CPTSD, It's a way for me to lean in instead of isolating, leading to spiraling, entering states of extreme anxiety, etc. I know it can get overwhelming hearing me run my mouth about feelings and stuff, but today I brought home some frustrations from work and I wasn't really trying to talk about it because I feel like I'm always upset. He asked me what was wrong, to which I replied nothing and it seemed as if his attitude completely changed. I asked him what was wrong, if he was okay. He told me that I don't see how you can be frustrated on the first day back to work after vacation and I refuse to let your feelings affect me anymore. I asked for him to explain and he said, it's my personal issue that I'm letting other people and their actions influence me and I'm not going to let it happen anymore. I'm like really confused. 
I apologized to him for being visibly frustrated, although I tried not to talk about it and then I'm being told this. I know for some people, we're okay with being affected by our partner's feelings. I want to help them feel better. Should I take a step back? Is this a sign that I'm too reliant on him for my emotional needs? To me, it just sounds like he's mentally exhausted, especially in a relationship if it seems like there's just always something going on or something to work through. I think it's understandable that at some point, it ends up feeling like it's just too much for somebody and they're left feeling like longing for a day where it's not feeling like something's going on. I don't think that's to say that they don't necessarily care, but if you have a partner who's just always upset, it can be a burden. I'm not saying OP has to change overnight, but it might be worth considering what things can OP do even just occasionally that might make it a little bit easier on your partner who maybe takes on a big toll after a while. This next story is, I, 27-year-old male, and my wife, 25-year-old female, feel like we had enough. We cannot accept things like we used to before. What can we do? Gary is a cat, and we live together in the States. Gary stayed back in my wife's country with a friend. She's been in America for two years. The friend moved back to his country and sent Gary to a pet sitter shop. We haven't gotten the info for the shop yet. We're planning to go back so we want to know where Gary is so when we are back we can pick him up. We both feel like we had enough. I don't know how to explain it well so hopefully I do a well enough job. For example, here's our most recent argument. She says, I'm not trying to start a fight or an argument, I just want to ask questions. I don't feel like you care about Gary, our cat, because you don't ask about him often. I said I do care about Gary. I've just been very busy and we fought yesterday, but I did ask about him the day before. She says, but it doesn't make sense because if I went missing, would you say you were so busy? At that point, I was visibly upset. I felt like it was an interrogation. She said she just wants to get to know me, how I see things, and what type of person I was. I felt it was sort of like she wasn't believing my response and doubting my care for our cat. It felt like she was insinuating my way doesn't show care, therefore I did not care. Then she got upset that I was upset with her questioning. I feel she's bothered by something about me every day and she feels I'm upset about her every day. This hurts us both and we cannot figure out how to fix it. Yes, I know I can just not be upset, but she's bothered by things like this every day. Yes, she can just not be upset that I make an upset face, but she cannot take that I do this every day. We used to be able to. We are desperately trying to solve this. Honestly, I feel like couples counseling might be a thing here. I feel like there's just a lack of connect or communication or even just a willingness to believe or listen to the other side. Like, it almost sounds like either side might just be trying to vent frustrations in general. It almost makes me wonder, is the wife kind of dealing with other things that are maybe making them lash out a little bit more in the situation? Our next story is, my 24-year-old female, boyfriend, 26-year-old male, tricked me into hanging out with his friend, 20-year-old female, he won't shut up about. For context, we've been dating for 4 months and we live 3 hours away, so we see each other every week, which usually goes with me going to his city and staying 3-4 to days. I do home office, so that's why I can travel and he can't come to my city for more than one day. He has this female friend who's kind of popped out of nowhere. They met at the gym when she started a couple of months ago. She's pretty chill and I don't have any animosity towards her, but their relationship has me raising my eyebrow. He keeps trying to get us to hang out all three every time I go visit him, which at first was like, 
Okay, sure. I want to meet his friends and she was so chill and in good company. The issue is that the last time I went, I estimated my arrival for 6pm but got there early so still on the train. I texted him letting him know that I'd be there earlier. He sent me a text saying, thought we were going to meet later. It's okay but we'll have to go skating with Marie, fake name, because I made plans to roller skate with her before you would arrive. I immediately got upset because I'm traveling three hours to meet him and not only is he making plans on the only days we get to be together, but he can't cancel plans with her with whom he can hang out any day? I just went along because I was going to be there three days and I didn't want to start a fight. The hangout was awkward as I expected. I didn't bring skates, of course. So it was them skating while I just smoked weed next to the river listening to music because what else could I do? Follow them by foot? Even Marie got the weird vibe and would offer me to teach me to skate, but I politely declined. She started walking with me and told me, I thought he told you. He told me he told you. I informed her he didn't and made it very clear I was not happy with the situation. We ended up having a fight because I told him I felt disrespected since I'd traveled for three hours just to see him and his friends skate because he couldn't cancel plans with her. She also let it slip that he let her in his home and she drank beers that he had bought for me last time I went there. It's not much the beer, but that she was in his home and drinking stuff that was bought for me. Am I being toxic? I don't want them to not be friends, I just don't want to have to hear about her every time and having to hang out with her every time I go there when I'm there to see him. Is it bad to want our only days together to be just us? We could hang out with her, but I would feel more comfortable if I was part of the plan making. I don't blame OP for being upset when somebody else is being shoved into plans that you thought was just going to be you and a person the whole time. I think in general, if you make plans with somebody and last second they say, oh hey, can we invite so and so? Or oh hey, I thought it would be cool to bring along so and so. Maybe not a jerk move, but pretty thoughtless. Honestly, I'm just impressed with OP's ability to look past this and not judge him. Because if I was with somebody that was that close with somebody of the opposite sex, bringing them over, trying to shove them into every plan, I'd be probably overthinking it quite a bit. I mean, especially after all that OP experienced, I'd be pretty turned away from this whole thing. This next story is, Mother wrote me off for the third time. So my, 30, mother, 50s, told me she's done with me for the third time in two years. For some background, my mom doesn't have a lot of patience for most things. As soon as a pet, job, or friend inconveniences her, it's gone. I admittedly have some abandonment issues from this. Her only exception to this has been romantic partners. No matter how awful they are to her, they get nine lives. The first two times she wrote me off were with an ex who was a scammer from South America. He was absolutely awful, constantly asking for money and material things and telling her that she would die when he didn't get them. Anytime I brought up how he treated her, she'd say that I just didn't understand, and he really was a great guy who was there for her. We tried relationship therapy after the second time, but I don't think she really got anything out of it, just deflection and denial. She eventually brought him here on emergency visa, realized what he was like, and dumped him and then started dating a prison inmate. This guy is controlling and possessive and possibly ex-cartel. She decided after meeting him twice to marry him in a stand-in wedding and drop the bombshell on me with a week's notice. We all told her it was a bad idea, but got more denial and deflection about how we can't just accept him and be happy. Now, the inmate had a heart attack, and I just don't feel any type of way about it. 
He's a stranger to me. I can't fake it. So I just don't engage when she tries to talk to me about him. She lost it on me while I was working and told me to have a nice life. She's done with me for real this time. My older sibling has also been written off. What do I do? Anything that I say will be met with anger, denial, and deflection. I'm just a bad person. Sorry you feel that way. You just don't understand. It's not like that. I can't tell you anything, etc. I'm getting married in five months, and I really wanted her to be there and to have in-law dinners. My dad is dead. She's the only parent I have left, and it feels like I'm an orphan now. I miss the relationship we used to have before the scammer came around. I think the problem here is they just make life harder on OP, they put OP down, they don't respect OP, and also they're making bad decisions and expecting you to kind of support them and back them up in a way that's just not realistic of you, and then cutting you off immediately and blowing everything up at the sheer notion that you aren't giving her exactly what she wants. I think it's one of those situations where it hurts because you want a good thing with this person, but they're just not going to be the kind of person to allow it to happen. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to hear another absolutely crazy relationship topic, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.